And we're back with Trapping 102. This is Matt with Mescal Mountains coming live from inside my garage slash gear room. Basically because it's windy, it's cold, and I can't set out the traps right now because it's not trapping season. And if I set them out now, I'll be doing it blind. So I'm going to tell you my process about how I determine where to put my trap lines where to uh, how to what I, resources I use and the location and everything else of where I put my trap lines so let's do this one I want to look at a map of the area that I want to trap I want a topological map I want a hydrological map and I want a map from the forest service that has the location of housing or of housing is and buildings and stuff like that. The reason for that is I want to get a general lay of the land. I want to see where there's peaks, valleys, mountaintops, but I'm supposed looking for, uh, say a wooded area next to a field that has a stream or a water source within close proximity. I want all three. If I have three, then I know that they have to go somewhere for water and water is essential to life. If I have no bedding areas, no feeding areas, then or no cover areas, but I have everything else, then they're having to go for that. Okay. Well, so once I take the topological map and I look at the area and I pick zones of where the best you know places to lay my trap line would be, I then go to the hydrolog hydrological map, which will show me all known water sources. Okay, and I it'll show me if it's a big water source, a small water source, and by that you can sort of determine the amount of population of prey species that can get water in that location. Okay, by the way, I see that I see the hearts. Thank you. You're awesome. That's my awesome niece, everybody. Emily, go give her a shout out on the Instagram. But if you're below 18. Now, let's go from, once I have the hydrological source and I see it's a big or a small or a medium sized water feature, I go to the map from the forest service that has housing. It also has their buildings and also has their forest roads, their lumber roads mainly because I want to make sure that there's not land that someone owns that is going through my trap line or I'm going through their land, however you want to look at it, and I don't have permission yet, or make sure that I'm not on protected game lands. You know, that can become an issue. So I want all these resources done. Once I take that, I'm going to take, say, the top five zones, and I'm going to pull them up on Google Earth. And the reason behind that is I'm going to get a clear satellite photograph of that area. I'm going to see what types of plants there are within reason. I'm going to see what types of trees there are within reason. So if I see a bunch of uh, oak trees, then I know acorns is a food source. I know what animals feed off acorns and I know what animals feed off the animals feeding off acorns. So I'm painting a picture here. I'm getting a, a view of the area 
that's as close as I can get until I go there and literally walk the area. I want to see how the land flows and it's not going to be, you know, a older picture. It's going to be, you know, that way if something changed, if there's a new land feature there, I want to see that. So I'm going to take that information. I'm going to go into a program that I use on my phone called Mill GPS. I'm not affiliated with them people, but they have the best GPS location um, on the planet. It's used by the military. It is amazing. And I'm going to take that information and put it onto Mill GPS, which also uses Google Earth or Apple Maps. And I'm going to put the markers where I believe that would have the best success rate. Most time in tracking, like I said, you track the line, the, the runways, the game trails. You know, you don't track bedding areas, watering areas. That's a variable you can. And uh, feeding areas. But I'm gonna put, I'm gonna find that, you know, or what I think it is on Google Earth. I'm gonna put in a preliminary location of each one of my traps on Mill GPS, and then I'm going to go there. I'm going to go and look and see does this information I have correspond with what's actually there. And by going there, I'm going to see hey, there's a spring head, there's a well head, you know, these trees have been clear cut, you know, this is a steeper drop than what I was anticipating. I want to get all this information before I do my final trap placement. While I'm there, I'm going to use mill GPS again. If I find new locations, I'm going to mark them. And that's the best thing about mill GPS is you can pull down, like say, a preliminary set, then new set, then a final set. Uh, come into focus. So I'm going to mark those while I'm walking. I'm going to drop a pin, drop a pin. I'm going to come back to my house or my garage I'm going to pull up my, I'm going to transfer that information to my maps of the area and I'm going to mark it on my maps also. Okay. Now I'm going to go back. Look, you know, how did, I'm going to take all the information and I'm going to look and say these five, 10, 15 areas are the best that I can get in and gives me the, the most opportunities. So I'm gonna mark those and I'm gonna go back and that's when I'm gonna put my traps. What I'm gonna do is when I go set my traps, I'm gonna have a notepad. I'm gonna write down on the top of traps. I'm gonna write down my trapping tag because you do have to have trapping license and a tag to trap. I'm gonna write down, I'm gonna pull up mill GPS and write down the exact GPS location and I'm gonna write down what I see around it, as in um, oak forest or um, plains, field, stream nearby. I'm, I'm gonna have a list of different signs. I'm gonna say, well, I saw a, a muskrat trap or track or a um, you know squirrels in the area. All that's gonna be on this piece of paper, and I'm gonna do it for each trap that I set. Okay, by law unless they changed it for this year, you have to check your traps every 18 hours. One, it, pre it prevents animal suffering needlessly, needlessly and you're more 
get the animals that you trapped before other animals do. Now that does happen. So once I have all this information and I have my picture, you know, done, I go in and I set my traps. But as you can see, the majority of traps happens without you ever laying a trap. You need to be able to take all this information, go through it, so you're not just putting traps at random. You're, you want a high success rate, but you also want to have ethics with it. You don't want to trap every single animal in the world. Take what you need, honor the animal, and nothing else. If you don't need 500 pellets, don't trap 500 coyotes. Okay? So, off my soapbox on that, on to another one. So, use the resources that you have while you have them. We always have Google Earth. Then again, we might. We might not always have, you know, mill GPS or, you know, something along those lines. So you want to have physical copies of the maps that, that you have. And you want to correspond information from Google Earth to mill GPS to topological maps to hydrological maps to the National Forest Service maps. You want them all to be showing you the same information okay because you you keep your maps that's why i write on my maps i buy new maps every year if i can or i print them off if i can and i can go back to the previous years well at this location i got this many animals and this is what i trapped this is where i trapped and it's okay all that's going to be important for the times when you don't have access to, say, Google Earth. You can go back and say, well, at this location, at this time of year, I got five coyotes, three coons, one possum, and 15 squirrels, okay, or a muskrat or whatever. So it also, if you keep a pattern enough of the year, you can track animal migrations, you can see where they go from one area to another area to what area they go to and then go to another area. Okay. All that's important. Okay. So what I'm telling you is learn to paint the picture. You know, have it, you know, use the resources you have now and to reiterate Google Earth or let me let me go back a little bit. I'm on a trap. So I pull up Google Earth and I look at the options. I go from Google Earth to or to hydrological maps because I want to see where the water is. I go from hydrological maps to the National Forest Service maps for the buildings and housing locations to check property laws. I go from there mill gps mill gps i'm leaving the house and actually going to the location i'm opening up another folder dropping pins on my, where i want my traps i'm coming back home you know I, while i'm dropping pins i'm putting notes in oak forest stream what i find i'm coming home i'm transferring all this information to different maps
make sure it all adds up. And then I go put my trap placement. Okay? So, you don't, the reason you don't want to skip these steps is because you're putting traps out willy-nilly and you might get something you might not. You might get a non-targeted species. Non-targeted species is animals that you don't want to trap, as in you're wanting to trap beaver. A non-targeted species would be mountain lion. Okay? Another thing, don't try to trap animals that can mess you up. You know, because you get one shot at that animal. You know, like I said earlier, problem with trapping a mountain lion is you have a pissed off mountain lion in a trap. You know, that's the problem. So only do species. And then check your traps. Like I said, unless they've changed it every 18 hours, I've not got the trapping regulations back for this year and do it legally you know one thing i do is when i do my trap lines i take the final paperwork the final maps that i have with exact gps locations and if you don't have gps you can use um maps with uh coordinates like uh with compass coordinates and stuff like that you can use those but i'll take and i'll do a list and then I'll do a brief description beside it. And I'll take it to the ranger station and say, this is where my 15, 20, 5, 3, 2, whatever traps is located. Just for your information. Um, this is my tag number. This is my license number. This is the exact GPS locations of my, of my traps down to the square meter. And... That way they know that there's traps out and I'm not hiding nothing from them. Do I have to know? Um, do they appreciate it that I did it last year? Yes. Because it shows one, I had nothing to hide. Two, it lets them know if they're in that area that there is an active trap line. And three, it lets them know to watch for people messing with my traps because a lot of people don't like traps. Uh, we can get into that debate later. Um, trapping is a necessary to, you know, to help with population. But anyway, that's not the topic of the conversation. Now, we go on, you know, we'll discuss different traps, whether a foothold trap, lake hole trap, a conibear trap, a muskrat trap, we'll get into the different parts of the traps, we'll get into how to how to hone the traps, how to tune them in, how to place them, how to bait them, how to set them. We'll do snares, everything. So all that's coming later. But what I want you to do, if you can, sit down, even if you don't plan on trapping, just sit down and start looking at Google Earth, looking at Apple Maps, looking at you know, topological maps. And if you had to, top, you know, kind of play it off in your head, where would you put it? And if you do that, let me know in the comments. Okay? Now, question and answer time. I'm going to give you 
message me on here a question, a comment, whatever you want to say while I'm being live, and you can go. So now is your time to do it. Do 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 Okay, I am not saying anything. So if you think of something later, pop it in the comments. I'll answer. The next video is going to be on different traps, different snares. It's going to be on two uh two foot hole traps, different sizes, scrap trap, different, you know, snares, power snares. Uh, squirrel poles, bird traps, it's going to be all on that. What are pins? Am I saying that correctly? Hey, babies. My awesome nieces are watching. Kyra and Emily. Okay. What are pins? You mean like, like, uh, no, wait. Okay, I'm waiting. Do 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 do. I'm a waiting. No wait. I hope my nieces are having a great day. By the way, people, my nephew-in-law, I guess, it's, anyway, he goes by Nausea Master on the Twitch. Check him out. He's an awesome gamer. He streams pretty much on a daily, and he's good at what he does. He amazes me on how fast he does that stuff, so check him out. It's Nausea Master. It's like M A S. T-E-R-T-I-R. -E He's on the Twitch. Check him out. Oh, pants that are, that are dropping the mark. Okay. What that is, is on Mill GPS or even Google Earth, when you touch the screen and you hold it, you'll drop like a pin. Okay. So when I'm out, well, you know, looking for trap, you know, where I'm going to place my traps, the Mill GPS keeps a precise location of where I'm at down to the square meter. Okay, so say three say three feet or three point nine inches or three feet nine inches, three feet nine inches, you know, in a meter box. So what I'll do is I'll come across the location and you know, put it down there, it'll say mark center. So I'll hit mark center and it drops a pin in that three feet or or three meter box. So I can go back to that exact location and put my trap there. And I can tie that into Google Earth. So when I get home, I can open up the Google Earth and all those pins are dropped. And then I'll take that, the location of that, and I'll transfer it to my maps. That way I have a hard copy, copy uh, backup. No, baby, no. It's it's just on mill GPS. That way, I can go back. Like when I drop that pin, 
it's so accurate that it's, you know, the military uses it. So when I take my list to the ranger station, they know within, if they go to that area, there's going to be a trap there within like the size of a coffee table. They're looking for a trap. So that's what I mean by that. It's so accurate that I can drop that pin. That's, that's what they call it, you know, and, you know, it'll put it on that location. And that also helps me because when you trap, you just don't leave a a trap like you like you don't leave it above the ground. You cover it up. You uh, you know put some leaves on it, some dirt, and that way, like you want it to look like there's nothing there. So, in order for me not to lose my trap if there's nothing in it, when I go back, I know to take a stick and start poking in that area to set off those traps or to set off that trap. That way, because if if I can see it, so can the animal. And I have some traps that I use just for demonstration purposes. Hold on a second. I'll get one and show you. I'll be back in like... Hold on. Okay, I'm back. Okay, so this is one of my traps that I use for display purposes only, or not display, but for demonstrations. We will break this trap down into um, parts and how to do it and everything. But when I set this trap off, this is, I believe my 200, my 200 pound springs. So when this trap closes, like when I set this trap, right, you won't know this trap is there. I'll have debris such as leaves, grass, sticks, whatever on this trap, okay? And that's why I put that location down because if I didn't, you wouldn't know the trap wasn't, was there. And you might, like I might lose the trap, I might step on it. So anyway, I'm gonna show you what this trap can do okay and why you don't want to step on it yeah this is a 250 pound one so i'm gonna have to be using my feet <laughs> i need to pull them but <laughs> So, once I get this trap set, hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. This is the trap set, okay? So this will be under 
three or four inches of uh, you know, leaves, stuff like that. While we're here, I'll give you a basic rundown. This, I'm gonna keep it out of my fingers. It's basically like a rat trap. This area right here is the pan. This is the dogs. This one is trapped is the dogs, the jaws, the springs. That's the trap, okay? Now, this one has 250 pound springs, which means that it's, those jaws close at 250 pounds of pressure per square inch, okay? This one, I'm not, I'm not tuned. It set it to basic tune, which means it's gonna be hard for me to set off. If I was gonna use this for trapping my other ones, I'll file down the dog right here to where it's barely touching right there, okay? That way, because when the animal touches it barely, it's gonna go off, okay? Now, this is a, um, it keeps mosquitoes away when you burn it. I can't think of the name of it. Um, centronella stick. I'm gonna show you what this will do to the centronella stick as to why you don't want it to get on your feet, okay? So I'm gonna place the trap down. Okay. The only thing that stopped it is the fact that it's got this, I don't want to say wood, but some sort of material going through it. Okay. So that's why you don't want to lose your trap and start filling around with your hands. You want to take a stick and set it off. Okay. Now I'm going to take it out of here. Okay, so now you see what I'm saying? You don't want that to be your finger at all. So that's why traps you you have you know I would use that trap for say a coyote, anything like that, a, a canine species. Okay, and. Like I said, that's the, you, you want to respect traps at all times. So that's why with that, dropping that pin, whatever you want to call it, I know I was at, it keeps track of where I'm at. And once I start getting close, I can tell by how many, it'll tell me how many feet I am away from it. If I don't have access to that, but I dropped that pin and I have it on a piece of paper, by pace count and everything else, I can determine pretty much where that trap is. Because traps, I mean, they're not as expensive as people think they are, but you don't want to lose them. And you don't want to leave them set for animals to get into when you're not supposed to be trapping. So, you know, I like to gather my traps back. You know, because I don't want an animal to be in a trap that I don't know about. Okay. So, any other questions I got going on?
But I'm serious, people. Go and check out Nausea Master on the Twitch. It's uh, N-A-J-A-M-A-S-T-I-R, I believe. And, uh, you know, follow him he, or subscribe to him, follow him, all that good stuff, you know. Okay. Well, I want to go. I want to say thank you to the people watching. Thank you to my awesome nieces. And I want to sit here and go through my maps and start planning my traps out this year. So hope you enjoyed it. Uh, like, comment, share, all that good stuff. And uh, I'll definitely talk to y'all later. Love you. Bye.